This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we're talking about taking the guesswork out of your training. So, what do I mean when I say that? Now, the reason that we're talking about taking the guesswork out of your training is because, guys, so much of the strength and conditioning that I see athletes doing out in the world these days has no focus. Like, they're just trying to burn themselves out, and then when they burn themselves out, they leave the gym, and then that's, you know, check the box, I did my good workout for today. And this is from my own athletes too. Like they told, I have so many of my athletes tell me before working with me, their goal was always to just be exhausted. Like they'd finish their workout and then they'd throw 135 pounds on the bar and do five sets of 10 squats at the end with, you know, pauses at the bottom just to really burn their legs out and make sure they knew it was a good workout. And then they come work with me and they're always blown away by how, they don't have to be dead at the end of the workout and they feel better when they compete and they feel better when they're actually in the combat training. Because guys, that is the reason you train to be better when you are fighting period. So, so many people get so wrapped up in the fact that, you know, Oh, I need to be the hardest worker in the room or, Oh, I need to, you know, train for this amount of hours. Well, like that guy trains for this amount of hours per week. So I need to do more than him. If I don't do more than him, then I'm not going to be able to beat him. And it's all bullshit. Like your ability to beat an opponent is not reflective of you spending more hours in the gym than that opponent. Your ability to beat an opponent is not necessarily reflective on you spending less hours in the gym than them either, but you need to reframe your focus. Your focus can't be, I need to be in the gym for longer than this guy. Your focus needs to be on what is happening while you're there. The focus needs to be on what you are improving, what you are working on, how it is affecting you when it comes back to your performance in the sport, period. If that's not your focus, you're missing out, period. So how do we create programs to achieve this? Excuse me. So the first thing is every program needs a focus. If I look at any program that I write for any athlete, I ask myself one question. When I'm looking at the program, I ask myself, if I didn't understand training, if I didn't understand strength and conditioning, would I be able to tell this athlete what this program is focused on achieving? And if not, then the program isn't good enough. And so what I mean when I say that, when you look at the content of the strength and conditioning program, you should be able to tell, is this focused on building strength? Is this focused on improving power? Is this focused on building speed? Is this a peaking program for a fight? Is this a recovery week? Like, what is the actual goal of what they're doing while they're training? And so as an example, when I put together a strength program, probably 70% of the volume that the athlete is doing while they're in the gym is heavy lifting. Now, when I say heavy lifting, I don't mean 
absolutely the max amount of weight that they can possibly stand up with so that it's absolutely crushingly difficult. No, progressively overloading where they're at and keeping proper technique. Because if we keep proper technique, that strength translates better. So I would rather see you squatting 185 pounds on a back squat properly, keeping good technique, and actually making it an effective squat that's going to help improve your ability to fight then squat 315 pounds, have it be ugly as shit, barely able to stand up with it, pumping up your back, everything like that. So when I talk strength, I don't talk how much weight can you lift. I talk how much weight can you lift well. It's a very important distinction. But 70% approximately of the volume is going to be lifting, and all of that lifting is going to be between 8 to 9 out of 10 RPE. And by creating that program, Every athlete that opens a program like that up is going to be able to tell, oh, the focus of my program right now is building strength. And again, to move it even further, the focus of my program right now is building strength. And the strength that I'm building is going to help me with insert physical parts of the sport here. Because if the program is focused, if the training is focused, you're going to be able to get better results from it. And the problem is what I see, and I see this from countless MMA gyms, countless boxing gyms, what I see is MMA coaches or boxing coaches will throw together these random workouts at the end of sparring sessions. And they're just like, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to do 15 sets of banded sprints. And then after the banded sprints, we're going to do a circuit where you do as many push-ups as you can, as many sit-ups as you can, as many squat jumps as you can. And then we finish it off with, you know, uh, five sets of 50 burpees. Like, and again, I'm making that up. I don't think, I hope that's not an exact one of these programs that I see at these gyms. But you get the idea. The workouts are random. They're thought up on the spot. And if somebody put together that program, ask yourself, based off of what I just said there, all those random numbers, honestly, I can't remember exactly what it was, but all of those random numbers, all those random exercises, all of that, Ask yourself, what is the focus of this program? And other than work super hard and burn yourself out, what is the focus of this program? And a lot of people are going to say conditioning. But do you know what conditioning actually is? Conditioning is your ability to be properly prepared for the physical demands of the sport. So that means as a professional MMA fighter, you are well conditioned if you can keep a high pace, punching, kicking, throwing elbows, knees, whatever else within the sports, shooting takedowns, grappling, etc. for three to five, five minute rounds. That's it. So doing random sets of 100 of something just because it's hard isn't physically preparing your body for the demands of the sport. What is physically preparing your body for the sport? building up the strongest foundation that you can build, building a high aerobic capacity and aerobic power within your body to be able to push higher paces for shorter durations. Those intervals that you're doing should be no longer than three minutes of work. Why three? Even if it's not a three-minute round, three to five minutes of work at a time because you want to teach your aerobic system how to keep a high pace. Your goal is not to crush yourself because if you go in and you do that session that I invented a couple of minutes ago here, then all you're going to do is burn your body out. 
your legs are going to be ridiculously sore. Your shoulders, your back, everything is just going to hurt. And what happens when everything just hurts? Well, your training session tomorrow is going to be dog shit. And so you're going to sacrifice more training because you made that session too hard without any real purpose. But if we take some of that volume down and focus it in on the physical qualities you actually need for the sport, you're going to take down the overall amount of training volume, focus it in more effectively. And by focusing it in more effectively, now you're going to give the athlete more time to recover without sacrificing results. So by focusing in on the right things, you're still working hard because that's the thing I always hear people say when I talk about, you know, reducing training volume and all that. Oh, well, if you reduce training volume, then you're not working hard enough. And if you're not working hard enough, you're not going to succeed. The goal isn't to take away hard work. The goal is to make the hard work work for you. I'm going to say that one more time. The goal is not to take away hard work. The goal is to make hard work work for you. Because trust me, you do a hard aerobic power session, one hard minute of explosive movement, followed by three minutes of rest repeated for four to five rounds. You're working your fucking ass off. But because the intervals are shorter and because you're focused on how high of a pace can I keep within that interval and you're focused on good technical movement, you're getting more applicable results to the demands of the sport. Whereas random burnout sets for the sake of random burnout sets without any real focus, you're not getting, yeah, you're working hard, but you're spending more energy for less result. So by focusing in the training, we're getting better results in less time, which means more time for recovery, which means a stronger, healthier athlete on the night of the fight. Because the goal always is to put the best possible athlete into competition. And athletes get so stuck in needing to be the hardest worker in the room, needing to do more than everybody else, needing to push harder, never taking days off, all of these kinds of things that I hear athletes say. And then what happens by the time the fight comes around, they're sore, they're tired, they're beat up, their body hurts, nothing feels good. And then at their absolute lowest with their central nervous system burnt out, everything feeling like shit, they've got to go fight. But if you take down that overall volume, you help the athlete actually train properly instead of just trying to do more. What we can do is we can help them recover more effectively, recover more efficiently. And then we continue to progress physically throughout the training camp. But on the night of the fight, they're actually healthy and ready to fight because that's the goal over anything else. I'm going to talk about a little story with one of my athletes so one of my pro mma guys during his first training camp working with me called me 10 days out from his fight and said you know coach i feel like absolute shit right now my body's beat up i'm sore i'm tired my shoulder's kind of bugging me um i really don't feel up to training should i just push through it and train anyway and so i asked him i was like how's the week been and he's like oh it's been brutal you know i've been getting shark tanked at uh, mma practice I've gotten two other strength and conditioning sessions in, you know, I've got this, that, like walked me through everything he had done this week and the weeks before, and he was 10 days out from his fight. And I told him, absolutely fucking not. You should not be training today. If your body's that beat up, burnt out, sore, tired, in pain, what's going to be more beneficial for you when it comes to the fight, especially if you're already in shape? grinding your ass off through that extra session just to show how tough you are and 
show how much you work, or recovering so that the session you do tomorrow, you get way more out of. The second one, 100%. And sure enough, the next day, I saw him back in the gym, and he went, holy shit, I feel so much better. My body just feels so good. Like, I feel so well-rested. Like, I went to MMA earlier today, and like, holy shit, it was the best practice I've had in two weeks. Why? Because he was well-recovered. So instead of just focusing on how much work can we put in, by focusing on how is he feeling and how do we need him feeling on the night of the fight, we made a decision to take a session away. And it was the best decision we possibly could have made. So what I really need you guys to take away from this podcast, from this video, if you're watching it back, is I need you to take away the fact that training is not designed to kill you. Training is designed to set you up for success in your sport. And that's, those are two very different things. You're going to have a lot of people tell you, you know, the one who works the hardest wins the fight, but the one who works the hardest on the right things wins the fight. The one who improves the most wins the fight. And that's one last point that I want to touch on is it's not just hard work. It's hard work in the right areas. Because I'll tell you, I remember when I was in my early 20s, I landscaped for two summers. And it, one of them was the record hottest summer that Ottawa has ever seen. I was living in Ottawa at the time. And I was outside in the sun for 12 hours a day. And at the time, I was powerlifting at a national level. And so my job was always, hey, there's a pile of huge, heavy rocks over there. And we need them over there. So you're going to spend the next 12 hours picking up the heavy rocks and uneven loads and walking them over there. So 12 hours a day, I was out in the sun working my fucking ass off to this day. That is the hardest work I've ever done in my life. Dehydrated, cutting myself on sharp edges on these fucking rocks that I was carrying around, carrying around uneven loads, tweaking up my back, tweaking up my shoulders and my knees, not having a good angle to pick them up, awkwardly trying to carry them through a yard of people that were doing other work on the same house. and. Meanwhile, dehydrating and dying in the sun. And yes, don't get me wrong. I got strong while I was doing that, but that did not make me a better athlete because I was so burnt out every time I went to go train, every time I went to go to a heavy deadlift session, I was so sore and burnt out and tired that I couldn't pick up anything close to what I was used to picking up. And I ended up overtraining and injuring myself more in those two summers than I have in the rest of my life. So hard work does not equal better results in the sport. The hard work you do needs to actually have a purpose and an intention coming back to the sport. So again, one of the other examples more specific to a combat athlete, something I hear a lot of athletes say, is they tell me, you know, oh yeah, after I finish at, practice or at training, I stick around and I hit the bag for an hour every day. I'm like, okay, cool. What are you working on when you hit the bag? Uh, well, like I just, you know, I like just want to make sure that I'm there so that I'm like putting the work in. Cool. But if you're not focused on improving a certain skill, you're just going through the motions. You're not improving anything. You're putting in hours for the sake of putting in hours. So by the end of that hour, your wrists are going to hurt. Your fists are going to hurt. Maybe your shoulders are going to hurt a little bit, depending on how intensely you're actually working. 
but you're not improving your fighting skill unless you're doing it intentionally, actually focused on a certain combination or a certain punch or anything like that. Volume for the sake of volume isn't going to be beneficial. But what you're also doing in that time is you're tiring yourself out, you know, making your wrists sore, your shoulders sore, whatever else, which is going to mean that the next session you do, you're going to be sore and you're not going to be able to get as much out of it. But if you spent half that time hitting the bag, you go for 30 minutes and you think, okay, in this 30 minutes, I am going to work on this combination, this combination, and this combination. This specific skill, this specific area that I'm lacking, now what you're going to be able to do is you're going to be there for less time, but you're actually going to significantly improve a specific area of your game that's going to allow you to take your game to the next level. So instead of just think, even though you're training half the time, you're going to get more result in less time, which is going to allow you to put a better version of you back into competition. That's it. So guys, that is it. That is all. I hope that helped. If you got some value from this, I would love to know what it was. Make sure that you drop a comment. Tell me what you took away. Tell me what you're going to be able to implement in your own training. And make sure that you share the show with a friend, with a teammate, with a coach, with somebody who needs to hear this message. So thank you. I appreciate you for tuning in, especially if you got this far. That's it for me. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.